Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk about kind of a, a favorite part of the season for me anyway, and that is uh, the fact that this is an absolutely great time to be outside and seeing and looking for and enjoying fall color, whether it's in your neighborhood, driving down the street, or visiting an arboretum. And with that, uh, you wouldn't have good fall color if we weren't out there planting trees. So fall is really a great time to plant trees. They may be the very first tree you've ever bought because it's a new home. It may be you're replacing a tree because of um, disease. Perhaps you're still recovering from um, having to take down some of the ash trees from the emerald ash borer insect that we've had around now for several years. Whatever the reason, fall is a great time to really get out there and and get a new tree planted. What I want to really talk about a little bit here is um, tree selection. We used to, the phrase a lot of horticulture folks used would be uh, the right plant in the right place. And that was really referring to making sure that the tree that you pick fits the location in terms of size, in terms of of the kind of shade it might give or a specific need as, uh, in the case of, say, good fall color. We've kind of added one more phrase to that, one more ending to that. So it's really now it's the right plant, the right place, in the right soil, um, meaning um, that certain trees may prefer a different type of soil to grow in, uh, a sandy loam versus a heavy clay soil. Um, Some trees prefer a slightly more acidic soil to really do their best. Uh, The easiest example of that would be uh, for a long time in the industry we sold pin oaks, which are still sold, um, but we now know that pin oaks really require an acidic soil. So if you have a heavy clay soil, something where the pH is um, 7 or, or, or above, uh, we know that there are some nutritional issues uh, with pin oaks. So matching the right plant with the right place, with the right soil, is a big part of making sure that you, that you have um, everything uh, going for that tree Uh, in terms of its survivability and longevity in your yard, as well as your visual enjoyment of of that tree. So the other part of what we're seeing right now because of the, um, I'll just say the devastation from the emerald ash borer and our ash trees, we learned a big lesson. Um, That's too many ash trees uh, got us in trouble. So as you go to make your choice for your replacement trees or your tree for the first time, just take a quick look around the neighborhood. And if there's a lot of one kind of a tree planted, try to choose something else. That's just increasing our diversity uh, of the plants out in the landscape, and that's to our benefit um, the next time some natural or not-so-natural disaster hits. So... Um, while uh, locust trees might be wonderful if there's already 30 or 40 in the block that you live on, try to pick another tree for your yard, um, lessening, helping lessen the chance of some future problem. The other, the other part I wanted to share was um, when we talk about, uh, after we've picked our tree, we've got it home, we're planting it, Uh, How we plant it is uh, another one of those great big factors in how well it survives down the road. And these days what we've learned is that if you buy a bald and burlap tree and are planting it, or even a containerized tree and planting it, the hole just 
shouldn't be just the typical hole we all remember side straight down uh, flat across the bottom what we're what we are really promoting now is that hole be two or three times wider at the top than it is at the bottom we have learned through lots of research here that uh, the root system that really supports the tree nutritionally uh, lives in that upper foot of soil so if we can condition and change and modify that soil in that upper foot of soil which is why we want the hole two to three times as wide and then it and it truncates right back down to the typical uh, hole width towards the bottom of the ball um, where the structural roots are going to hold it in place we really do give that tree the greatest opportunity to grow quickly and establish by having modified that upper soil profile so what we talk about is um, again two to three times the, the the width of the ball at the top and then narrowing down quickly uh, to the bottom of the hole uh, the typical size that we would expect uh, the other part of planting a, a, our trees these days um, bald and burlap trees don't have this issue but if you buy a containerized tree that's actually been grown in that pot uh, rather than field dug and just put in that pot and grown for a season uh, it's a, potentially you're go, you can have what's considered or what's called circling roots or girdling roots in the container and these don't go away once you've planted it in the ground in your yard and they will continue to circle they will girdle the trunk at the soil line they will girdle other roots in the ground so it's a really good thing to um, look at the root ball as you remove it from the container so that you know um, so you so you know that there are no girdling roots um, if they're young and and bendable you bend them out while you refill the soil around it if they're not bendable at that point, uh, you're better off to cut it at some point as it circles the pot, uh, and that'll stop the circling, and the, the cut end of the root will heal. New roots will come out, but they don't know that the previous root had been circling, and they will grow out in a normal fashion. So on containerized material, you really want to be careful of 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 that uh, the other part of planting a tree sometimes it's a lot easier on a container because it's easier to see uh, is where the flare of the trunk as it changes into the root system happens that flare root area should be at or slightly above the soil line when you get done planting and this puts the tree in the proper um, location in the soil for those supportive roots in the upper foot of soil to be where they're supposed to be um, too deep and uh, they have a hard time establishing and growing and uh, too shallow of course uh, they dry out very quickly so be very aware of that flare root area as you as you plant your trees uh, as I said it might be a little tougher to figure out on a bald and burlap tree but yet that flare is there if you can't see it um, you'd be better to plant it in the ground slightly shallower to make sure that the flare root is not down in the soil or you can take a something as simple as a probe a screwdriver and do a little probing into the top of the ball and you will find out where those flare roots are and then go ahead and plant the tree accordingly which may mean the tree might be looking as you get done planting it maybe two or three inches too high 
but in reality, it is not too high. Um, the flare root is right where it's supposed to be. So that's something to think about when you're planting. The other thing I'll kind of close with here is um, you're going to water it in, of course. Just recognize it in the cooler, wetter weather of fall. The, your watering should supplement what nature provides, and the water lasts longer because it is cooler outside. And then the other thing to do is at the very tail end of the season, just before you finally roll up the garden hose, make sure you water that tree. Make sure you water any other plants in your yard that you have um, planted this summer. That's the last chance they'll have to absorb moisture throughout the winter months. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Setup. It's always a pleasure. I'll be talking to everybody again next week.